Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, rising rates. Inflation driving up mortgage rates to the highest number in decades. Impacting buyers and sellers. What we need to know. Then, on this Wellness Wednesday, Chanel hitting the pavement to find out how Philadelphia became the mural capital of the world. It's an art education and fitness experience all in one. Artists creating community while brightening up their city streets. Plus, last-minute trips. We've got vacation ideas. If you haven't booked your Labor Day weekend yet, it's not too late to get to the beach and more. And in today's food, tomato, tomato, two simple ways to use summer produce at its peak. Today, Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. What day is it? Hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. Oh, Kellen, you dropped the ball. (laughs) Stop throwing people under the bus. (laughs) Nobody wants to do it. You know what? There's always next Wednesday. I'm out here with Craig, Chanel, and Dylan. We want to thank you for joining us on a Wednesday. Good morning. That's right. Good to have you back. Thank you. Welcome back. back. Well, to show you the story we were out on yesterday. Okay. uh, I love this look you've got going on. All sorts of shades of green. Well, you know. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's good being green. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we begin with the big news in the housing market. Earlier this week, potential home buyers saw the average interest rate for a 30-year mortgage climb to over 7%. That's the highest it's been in more than 20 years. So what does that mean for folks on the hunt to buy a new house? What about renters? Well, here to break it all down for us, NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn. Vicki, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so first off, why are these, these mortgage rates so high all of a sudden? In a word, Al, it really has to do with inflation. We know the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates to try to tame inflation. Interest rates are not directly tied to mortgage rates. There's some other stuff happening with the Treasury yield, but generally they trend together. So we're looking at the highest interest rates in a generation, basically, mm-hmm. since we've seen wow. since 2000, right? So that's why a lot of first-time home buyers are feeling the pinch, thinking, am I ever going to get into a home? Because it is so expensive right. Right That's now. what I was just about to ask you, how it's affecting the affordability factor. For, for Think of it this way. The median home price right now is $406,000 in America. That is the highest it's ever been. And if you were to buy a house today and put 20% down compared to a year ago, you're paying $400 more per month per because month. of the interest for rate. Wow. Yes, for a 30-year fixed mortgage. Yes, wow. exactly. And so it is really, really difficult for people. It's not impossible, but you're going to have to be more flexible if you're a buyer. You may have to change the price points of the homes that you're looking at. Maybe give up some of the things that you wanted. The realtors really say you have a list of musts and then you have a list of wants. And sometimes the wants fall off in order to get into that home. I'm assuming this impacts home sellers too. For folks wanting to sell their home, do do they have to lower prices just to 
you know, make it more enticing for people? So I talked with Diana Olick. She covers real estate for CNBC, and it's a really tricky time for sellers because a lot of them have those golden handcuffs. They're probably in a mortgage right now that's under 4%. I just talked to uh, some folks off off screen who have a a mortgage rate that's 2.2% because they refinanced during the pandemic, right? So who wants to walk away from that unless you're downsizing, which would be great because then you can have that higher interest rate but get into a smaller sales point, right? But it is very difficult for sellers. And what they're seeing is fewer bids. They are seeing fewer people showing up at the open houses. It is still a buyer's market in that sense, but the inventory is so low right now. It's all being exacerbated by the lack of affordable housing in this country as well. The reality is, though, some people have to sell. They've got to move. And for those folks who don't have a choice, they have to buy a house. What are some tips some things that they can do? So personal finance expert Winnie Sun told us, first, you really have to take a hard look at your finances. What can you actually actually afford. Do you have enough for that 20% down payment and to cover the monthly mortgage and a rainy day fund? Because if you don't, then you need to start working on that. You need to look at your credit, pay down all that debt, pay your bills on time so you can have the best credit score so you can get the most uh, competitive rates and shop around. This isn't just, I'm going to get the mortgage from my banker. You've got to talk to brokers. You've got to look at credit unions, people who do that and shop around and apply for mortgages through many different venues, typically save 600 to $1,200 a year. I just, wow. Would it be smart to do an adjustable rate mortgage because it has to come down, right? Such a great question, Dylan. So the key here is, yeah, the adjustable rate mortgages, the arms are much lower than the 30-year fixed or even 15-year fixed. But you have to be realistic. Are you going to only stay there for seven to 10 years? Where will you be financially in seven to 10 years? If you are, let's say, a medical student graduating and going to residency, and then you know you're going to be getting some sort of salary that's Bonk. higher than what you're getting <laughs> yeah. now. Okay, and an arm might really work for you. But if you're not sure, that could add a lot of stress right. because seven years goes by like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Arm, arms can be very tricky. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great advice. Thanks, that's good. Of course. Thanks. Also this morning, this is a story a lot of folks have been talking about over the last 24 hours. One of the most powerful managers in the music industry is losing a growing number of stars on his roster. We're talking about Demi Lovato, Jay Balvin. Uh, those are just two of the latest artists to part ways with Scooter Braun. Our brand spanking new entertainment correspondent, <laughs> Chloe Melas is here. She's got this story. So happy to have you here. Welcome, Welcome Hi, to the Chloe. Peacock. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and so excited to be doing such a big story. So many of you remember the infamous feud that dominated headlines when Scooter Braun cut ties with Taylor Swift. And this morning, his client list is getting even lighter. This morning, a major shakeup in the music industry. Some top stars distancing themselves from powerful manager Scooter Braun. Braun is well known in the industry for discovering Justin Bieber and most recently for his high-profile rift with Taylor Swift. Demi Lovato, Adina Menzel, and Jay Balvin all cutting ties with Braun. A source close to the situation telling NBC News the 42-year-old has amicably parted ways with those artists. For days, online reports about a possible rift between Braun and his famous clients Bieber and Ariana Grande quickly sending the internet into a frenzy. The source saying both are still under contract, adding that Braun has been stepping back from manager duties and focusing on his role as CEO of a South Korean entertainment company. He outgrew managing artists. It comes after Braun's rift with one of music's biggest stars, Taylor Swift, who has been in the spotlight again during this summer of Taylor as the superstar sells out stadiums across the country. In 2019, the singer claimed Braun acquired the rights to her first six albums without her consent. 
Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it, though. Braun has denied the allegations. What I learned from that experience was that I would never do a deal again where everyone wasn't involved and saying, yes, I agree with this deal. Now Swift has famously been re-recording her albums, announcing the Taylor's version of 1989 just last week during the Eras tour. I think instead of just like telling you about it, I think I'll just sort of show you As for Braun, the rumors of the artist's exodus swirled just one week later. He appeared to poke fun at the news, writing on social media, quote, breaking news, I'm no longer managing myself. So we have reached out for comment, but none of the representatives for the artists have responded just yet. Um, and look, Scooter is running Hybe. It's an $11 billion company. He's very, very busy. And so the idea that he is pulling back from doing the day-to-day for these big stars, it doesn't come as a huge surprise for a lot of people. And a lot of these stars, they want to be managed not sure. by a huge company. They want to be managed by Scooter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, again, welcome. It's so great having you here. It is. And you didn't just come by yourself today on your first day of school you brought your husband and you brought your son yes luke he's four years old he has an older brother leo who's at soccer camp who doesn't know that his younger brother is here and i'm going to hear about it tonight and my awesome what a cutie my husband brian might be the biggest today show fan yes way to go brian this is a moment for, for Brian this morning. So this He's, is his dream come true. This is his, yes. no, it's our dream come true. <laughs> you guys both have Brian's. I know, makes it easier Brian, to remember. Brian, you've got a mic in your hand. I, 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 tell us something we don't know about Chloe. Oh. But like she said, this is a dream come true for us. Me, I'm the biggest fan of you guys and watching my whole life. So this is so cool to be here. I'm so proud of her. Everyone is Aww. very, very happy. That's wow. really awesome. We're happy to have you. This is awesome. And you know what's interesting? You're, you're Brian and, and, and Chloe's Brian. Very much the same physique. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're a very handsome man. He's actually a big runner. <laughs> that paper cut you? That <laughs> paper cut And you. he's doing the New York City Marathon. And he's he, I think he runs like 100 miles a month. Something crazy. Oh, I am, wow. I only Holy run cow. if there's like a sale at a store. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you officially. Nice to meet you guys. And Luke the family. Luke. <laughs> All, All right. By the way, that was a today show. That was a third hour first. That there was been, awesome. There have been lots of firsts on the show. I don't think I've ever seen Dylan throw something a stack of papers. Right, coming on. up. Coming up. Speaking of running, how about a group of joggers taking in the beautiful murals decorating the city of Philadelphia on their runs? Chanel actually hit the pavement with them. So we'll love that story. And in she made it a shakeup in the world of makeup, thanks to three sisters who are making sure there's a shade to match every woman's skin tone. We'll be right back. So what? Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. 
There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We're back on a Wellness Wednesday. And Janelle, I know you had a chance to go back to Philadelphia for your roots for a little run around the city. I did. Philadelphia is rich, as we all know, with history. But art is just as much a part of the city. So recently I got to lace up my sneakers with a group that's taking in some murals while they're on the move. The murals in Philadelphia, they tell the stories of where we come from. And I think there's a natural connection between the strength and resilience that you see in those stories with athleticism and running and fitness as well. In the city of brotherly love, the murals are hard to miss. With over 4,000 public works of art, Philadelphia is known as the mural capital of the world. It's the backdrop for Mural Miles, a nonprofit organization that combines fitness and art. Craig Oppenheimer started the group after a run with some friends in 2021. Tell me what you think it is about running and art and fitness. Like, how does it all kind of fit together in your mind? We run past these murals all the time, and we don't stop to take a moment to learn who the artist was or learn the backstory about it. We go on group runs, we visit murals, and it's an art education and fitness experience all in one. I joined Craig and nearly 40 people for my first group run. Let's give it up for Chanel. Every month, members lace up their sneakers, posting their roots and mural stops on social media, inviting all ages, all levels, all for free. I like the opportunity to get to meet some of the artists who create these murals. It's a very diverse group of all different ages. All, everybody is from different places. What is it about running that you love? It makes uh, me feel that I can accomplish things, even though sometimes I think that I cannot do it. With every run, Mural Miles hopes to inspire people through movement and the art that's become unique to this city. For people who aren't from Philadelphia, why are the murals so special to this city? When people are really proud of the murals that are in the neighborhood. They're a catalyst for change. They help make neighborhoods safer um, and more of an enjoyable place to Artists like Eric Oakday and David Gwynn are hitting the pavement too. And what does it feel like as an artist to receive this kind of support? You have a sense that people will see it, but you're gone. And so to have a group bring 100 people by your work, it's, it's amazing. Running with the group has been incredible. It's just a wonderful community. I'm not a runner and I've never run with a group. So do you think it helps when you're with a group? We're all kind of, you know, around the same purpose. If you're surrounded by people who are doing the exact same thing and are encouraging, it's an amazing opportunity to do something like that. All right, thank you guys for coming out. Today we're gonna run two miles. We're gonna stop at four murals. Before we got started, the group turned the questions on me. Why do you think Philadelphia is the best city in the world? (laughs) Philadelphia is honest. They love hard. This is a very special place, so I wouldn't try it right here. The organization is also giving back by curating more art for the city, like this mural that kicked off our run. So this mural is called Equilibrium by Eric Oakday, 2022. Equilibrium is a mural reflecting the theme of movement, both literally and figuratively. Okay, let's run. Autumn Revisited by David Gwynn, 2013. 
You get a cheesesteak after this. Convergence by Andrea Grasso, 2021. Finally, our last mural stop. So this is another one of David's heroes. Give it up. For these runners, Mural Miles has helped them find more than fitness and art. They found community. This was awesome. Awesome. It was so awesome. We did a couple of miles. Um, Mural Miles has a few projects in the works. They're currently raising funds to create a mural that's specifically catered to blind and visually impaired runners so that we can all enjoy it. The founder told me they're still working on some concepts that concepts that could involve Braille, perhaps, or a textured wall. Um, And you can learn more about it on their website. I've never run with a group of people before, but there's such a community and camaraderie, different running groups from around the city. And the artwork is unbelievable. And then you get a chance to appreciate. It keeps you going. All of these Thanks murals. for doing that. It's a great so training good. for your, your marathon. <laughs> no, more on that to come, for yes. sure. But for you're sure. doing a marathon. We're doing it. Yes, you are. Good for you. Mm-hmm. All right. That was a great story. Thank you. Coming up next in She Made It, a trio of sisters who couldn't find lipstick shades to match their skin tone, so they decided to make them. How they are revolutionizing the beauty industry. And later, last-minute Labor Day travel deals you can still grab from the beach to exploring new cities and a charming seaside town. We'll be right back. now with our series she made it highlighting amazing female founders today lifestyle and commerce contributor jill martin brooks is here with a family leaving their mark on makeup you're going to love this one Mm -hmm. because have any of you ever worked with your family members no No. okay well here's a lesson (laughs) growing up the con sisters shared a passion for getting glammed up but they noticed some beauty products weren't working for them the way they did for some of their friends. They took matters into their own hands and turned a white space in the lipstick market into all different shades of nude. No matter what culture you are, no matter where you are in the world, we all want to feel beautiful and express ourselves. Sisters Alina, Aliza, and Nasiha Khan have always loved playing with makeup. So take me back to the little girls who were dressing up. I used to beg them to do their makeup. They would never let me do it. She would turn her bedroom into a home spa. So it'd be like Nasiha's spa experience with like massages. They would say yes to the massages. (laughs) As those three little girls grew up, their beauty routines grew with them. But the sisters soon noticed a lack of inclusivity, especially when it was time to apply lip products. It wasn't just a shade range. We would have to put foundation on our lips before applying a lipstick. And it was just this moment of why is beauty not an equal experience. You could have an idea, but then where was the business part of this? We actually work closely with our dad as well. One of his projects was actually bringing a cosmetics company from the U.S. to the Middle East. So when we came to him with this idea, it was combined with the right timing where he was actually really taking beauty seriously. After an initial round of friends and family fundraising, the Khan sisters launched Citizen Cosmetics in 2019. How did you develop your hero items? We felt that no one disrupted the nude lip market. People usually think of this beige tan shade, and although that is a nude for someone, it's not a nude for everyone. So they created 25 shades, an option for every skin tone. But it took many months with multiple rounds of productions and rejected formulas before they arrived at the perfect citizen nudes. You can have 50 SKUs, but if the undertones aren't right, if the formulas don't have the right ingredients, it can go the wrong way. And as the founders learned to handle the day-to-day of a small business, they were also mindful to protect their relationship as sisters, sisters who happen to work and live together. Are there arguments? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time that we're having that fight, we're like, what should we order for dinner? Still 100% family owned. Citizen is sold on Amazon and at Nordstrom and JCPenney. And with celebrity fans like Hilary Duff and Gabrielle Union, the brand says they've seen 100% year-over-year growth. All three sisters agree that the beauty community is the engine behind Citizen's success. I think it's all about building relationships with makeup artists. I think it's treating them like a celebrity because they are. They're the industry experts. Those relationships soon paid off. In January of 2023, a makeup artist they knew reached out with an opportunity. This artist named Vimy Joshi, based in Dubai, by chance she was assigned to be the lead artist for that show. She's like, guys, I just got the brief and it's nude lip. If you send it to me by this day, I'll use Citizen. <laughs> that show was a Beyonce concert. She had 120 dancers on stage. Every single dancer was wearing a Citizen nude. You said that very casually, like Beyonce was <laughs> yeah, on stage. Yeah, right? I'm like, you know, were, Beyonce. <laughs> were you flipping out? We were freaking out, yeah. And they're not done yet. Citizen founders recently brought on celebrity makeup artist Sir John to be the brand's first ever chief creative officer. He worked with the team to develop Citizen's new eyeshadow sticks, a nude lid collection this time. What other advice do you have for working with family? You have to gain respect by action. We're young, and yes, we're starting this business and like founding a brand, but we haven't proved ourselves with a level of experience yet. Yeah. Our grandmother hard. always says, be vulnerable with confidence. What does it mean to be sitting here telling your story? You need to see examples that look like you as role models to believe something's possible. And we always talk about our background being Pakistani because I did not see enough examples of people doing cool things that also claimed their heritage. What an incredible family. So cool. And you guys, when I asked if you work with family, that was a very aggressive no. I mean, but Dylan, you married your photographer. Just, so. That is very true. And he continues yeah. to fish lens cam. But I just want to say they have advice if you are working with family, which okay. is like, they have two separate chats going, text messages. One is work and one is personal. And, no. and so they do not, like at dinner, they, they won't it bring it up. They keep it separate. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if I could do that in marriage. You could do like the business stuff and then like, oh, this is my... Right, like pickup times and then like, I love you so much. You yes, you're my favorite do, person. Yes, turn into you a pick up the kids session. at seven. Yeah. Tell us more about these. <laughs> Lindsay, you look so beautiful today. And the so, other one is, can you pick up Lindsay yeah. at four? <laughs> so right. I brought the nude lipsticks, and they also have different colors and, and eyeshadows in I each of your colors. Part. I love yeah. this. So that you can try. And what I love about them is the I nude can't. shades. Look at that. Every nude is different, so you, you have to try what it works did. for you, oh, but they I have for everybody. That's just really cool. I love that it's really a matte cool. color. Right. And, and then, then a gloss. gloss. Coming up. Yeah, uh, I'm getting a hard wrap. Picture this. You're <laughs> lying in the sand at the beach over Labor Day weekend. Oh, I can picture Not that. bad, right? We got affordable getaways you can still book in time. And then later, we're going into the kitchen to make a gorgeous tomato tart, putting the spotlight oh, on one of Summer Produce's best fruits. Third hour of today, I'll be right back. Hey, Fidelity, how can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. 
Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Labor Day right around the corner, believe it or not, and it is gearing up to be quite the busy travel weekend. New, some new data from AAA shows that travel bookings for the holiday already higher than last year. But if you don't have a Labor Day trip planned just yet, fear not. We've got some last minute deals that you can still grab. And we brought in Jackie Gifford, the editor in chief of Travel and Leisure, to tell us all about them. Always good to have you. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Thanks for be being here. here. So a lot of folks, Labor Day, it's kind of sort of the last gasp of summer, mm-hmm. so they want to go to a beach. They do. I, we're recommending Sarasota, Florida. So what I love about Sarasota, first of all, airfare, airlines, three major airports serving that area. So oh, easy true. to get to. Beautiful beaches. Lots of culture and art, too. You've got the Ringling Museum, the Circus Museum. And really interesting, there's the Newtown African American Heritage Trail, which explores the pioneers who first settled there. The Sarasota Modern is a really great boutique hotel. 89 rooms in the Cultural District, the Rosemary Arts District. They have a pool, a restaurant. Very chic. About $184 a night. And then you can take a road trip just up north to Gasparilla Island, go up the Gulf of Mexico, mm-hmm. head to the town of Boca Grande. So this was actually named one of Travel and Leisure's best small beach towns in the yes, U.S. That's a great idea. Oh. I would never, without you, we wouldn't even think about well, this. thank you. Yeah. It's, you know so what, what I love about this, it's got that old Florida feel, mm-hmm. beautiful beaches, the Gasparilla Lighthouse, a state park. You can go picnicking and awesome. shelling and just enjoy and rent a bike or a golf cart. It's just a really laid back yeah, pace. Yeah, really rest. Or rest before you get back to school and yes. all that good stuff. Okay, we're looking for a city that has some family-friendly attractions. We're suggesting San Antonio. I've actually oh, never been to San Antonio. It's on my it's list. Cool. It's, it's really cool. You go for the food, the art, and sort of the, just the vibe of being there. Obviously, the historical attractions, you can go see the Alamo and the other four missions that make the up walk. the Riverwalk oh. area. You know, 11 million people visit the Riverwalk every year. It's that popular. Also, too, there's the um, Government Canyon State Natural Area. It's on 12,000 acres. You can go birding, biking, do all sorts of things, and over 40 trails, 40 miles of trails. So a lot of people don't think of San Antonio for yeah. some of its natural attractions. And then the Omni La Mansion del Rio is a great hotel right on the river walk. Beautiful. They've got a little over yeah. 300 rooms, that Spanish colonial style architecture, mm-hmm. pool, multiple restaurants. And they're actually doing a carried away package right now, where if you go to their site, you get a $50 credit, mm-hmm. as well as a free summer tote bag. Yeah. So the last Beautiful. gasp of summer, I think this is a great place to stay oh, in the heart of that San Antonio. Right there. <laughs> Are very family friendly, too. Right? I, said, I love great. that. You said we can't go wrong with the trip to New England. Yes, Brunswick, Maine. I mean, New England, summertime, the last gas of summer, mm-hmm. the lobster rolls, the beaches. Mm-hmm. Brunswick is really great because it's about 30 minutes away from Portland, so relatively easy to get to. They actually have a bluegrass festival that's happening over the Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. You can go to the Maine State Theater, see some art and culture, and then Popham Beach State Park is really popular with locals. And we're suggesting the Federal Hotel. So it's actually set in a 19th century sea captain's home, which is really special and fun. Vintage furniture 
center antiques yeah, in there, but also got that boutique modern yeah, vibe, I and it overlooks that. the Androscoggin River, so you can wow. actually have river views and just be centrally located and easy to get to all those great beaches. That's, That's great. Beautiful. Um, you also say the Windy City is a good place yeah, to head to. Why is Chicago great? Chicago's Love great. Chicago. I mean, what, again, also two airports, easy to get to, mm-hmm. so many cool cultural attractions. You got the Adler Planetarium, the Lincoln Park Zoo. I think it's super family friendly, mm-hmm. and also the architecture tours when you go along the Riverwalk. You can see the Tribune Tower, the Wrigley Building, all those amazing things. The Navy Pier, the Centennial the river. Wheel, the River, the Intercontinental is a hotel that's right along the Magnificent Mile. They actually just went through a major renovation. It's set in an old um, athletic club, and they have this Moorish-inspired architecture, a junior Olympic-sized pool, really special, wow. I think. And it's over 400 rooms. It's a bigger hotel, but what I really love about it, it has that Chicago architecture mm-hmm. feel and charm to it. So mm-hmm. definitely don't want to miss out on that. These were fantastic. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And I hope you take us up on them. Absolutely. That was great. All right. Coming up, are you hungry? Yes. The simplest tomato sauce you'll ever make. It only needs a few ingredients. We'll be right back. Tomato, tomato, however you say it, tomatoes are in season, and we are putting them to good use this morning. Today, culinary producer and food stylist Katie Stilo is here to show us two delicious dishes that are incredibly simple. Stilo! Good morning! I don't want to cook for us because you're the magic behind all the food in this place. I am, and actually, these two recipes are inspired by leftovers from other segments that we've had. Even better. Yeah, because we have a huge crew behind the scenes, and everyone's Mm -hmm. hungry after the segment, so I like to bake things off. So this first recipe we're starting with is an heirloom tomato galette. So I'm combining flaky pie dough with beautiful in-season tomatoes. Mm. It's like a match made. So it's kind of like a pizza, but not. Yeah, it's like an elevated pizza. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like a pizza's uncle. Okay. Pizza's, <laughs> pizza's fancy uncle. Exactly. Pizza's your uncle. So we're starting with mayo, which mm-hmm. if you know me, I don't love mayo, but I like it when it's disguised. And so okay. I'm using it as the base here to kind of protect the tomatoes from the pie dough so it doesn't get soggy. Mm-hmm. So to the mayo, I just added a little bit of Italian seasoning to get mm-hmm. that pizza essence. And then if I'm obviously adding a little bit of spice, I like heat, so I added yes. some Calabrian chili paste. Oh, okay. You could do red pepper flakes. You could add more or less. Okay, and then a, great a little lemon juice, mm-hmm. cut the acid. Mm-hmm. Moving into the star of the show here, our beautiful tomatoes, right. okay? So this is the time of year where you want to let these babies shine. And yes. you always use a, a serrated knife to cut? I do. A serrated or a sharp knife, mm-hmm. really. Right. A sharp knife is your best friend in the kitchen. A dull knife is yeah. scary, yeah. so do not use a dull knife. And um, how do you get rid of all the... Because tomatoes have so much water in them. There's a ton of moisture. You can see on this paper towel mm-hmm. right here, it's already absorbed some of it. That's mm-hmm. why I pre-salted these, and then the moisture... Oh, okay. that, because you don't want a soggy bottom on yeah. your tart. You don't want a soggy, soggy bottom. bottom. No, no. Oh. Hey! Baby, do it! <laughs> baby! Man! Come on. Eggplant, you salt it and let it. Yes, let same kind of same okay. kind of technique there. So after those sit for about 10 to 20 minutes or so while you're prepping the rest of your ingredients, come over here and roll out your pie dough. And Craig was asking before we started the segment, I do make my own pie dough. It's yes. the best pie dough ever. <laughs> this, this, I can see there's butter in yeah, here. Yeah, I see oh the God, beautiful the marbling. Butter. And that's what you want. But that's you, what you're you missing out You could buy it, right? You could totally okay. buy it. You could totally use store-bought. Of course you can, but... Um, I think you should make it yourself. I highly encourage that. This is amazing. You <laughs> even come up with all these different flavors together. This is I feel like it's just like things that I gravitate towards that are mm-hmm. always around in my kitchen, and especially right. here. Um, I just kind of use like what's available and then mix so, it all up. Yeah. So you don't slather it. You just kind of... You're just like a light coating. Uh-huh. You can add as much or as little as you want, and then you just lay on okay. your tomatoes, mm-hmm. kind of shingling them in a little pattern. Right. And then... My body is telling me this might be the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> your body is my right. Body. I always say trust your body in the kitchen. And that's, oh, that's the perfect yeah. thing. Yeah. 
Um, so when you're making a galette, what's different than a pie is this is not in a dish, right? Mm-hmm. So you're wondering, how do we keep everything from falling out? Right. It's really easy. All you do is just kind of fold everything over oh, in a little it. pattern. You can make it whatever shape you want. Okay. You can make it into a square, make it as large so as you want. It's fairly rustic. Very rustic. Um, and all so you do is that. you have a little package of mm-hmm. love of okay. tomatoes. Okay. A little, oh, there's the cheese. <laughs> I like to season everything. So brush the edges, a little bit of egg wash. Mm-hmm. And then I like to add salt and pepper because mm-hmm. you're eating the crust and you want everything to be seasoned. Yeah. Sure. So always season things. Oh my God. Salt, okay. Pepper. And then you just bake and this up. How long do you bake, bake it? Bake it in like a 400 degree oh, oven for about it. 25 yeah. to 30 minutes. Okay. This one is so easy. You could do it in the duration of this entire segment. So here we have some cherry tomatoes. I know everyone's garden is. I told you. <laughs> I came in. I'm like, Dylan, Dylan. This is so like juicy and flavorful. But oh the my crust God. at the bottom is still cooked through. It's still crunchy. Our good. little mayo friend so there good. did oh its gosh. job. All right. your mayo. Cherry tomatoes. Right. A little bit wow. sweet, a little thin skin. Mm-hmm. We want to roast these off. You can get a gorgeous tomato sauce out of this. You just toss it with your favorite cooked pasta, eat it cold or eat it hot. I like serving it on a little crostini too, because then you get a little appetizer. So it's a little mm-hmm. two for one. I'm adding some olive oil, mm-hmm. a little bit of balsamic that'll caramelize while these tomatoes roast okay. and burst to get a little sweetness. Mm. And then as much garlic as your heart desires. You like the garlic. Oh, mm. I do. It's coming out of my pores at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and then season it with salt and pepper. Roast it in a pretty hot oven, like 425. About 15, do you have to smash minutes. them at all, just or will they burst. just burst? They'll just kind of burst. And then when you mm. take them out and transfer them to the bowl, you'll get this gorgeous, like, oh. jammy caramel. Yeah, isn't it? It's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. It's like simple, delicious foods that are my favorite. Mm. And then is this ricotta on here? Um, it's structured. So, sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the inside of brata. So wow. a little cheese. Hey, well done. You could do something amazing. She is the wind really beneath our wings. Today, food. You have to get these recipes. It's so easy. It's so quick. Head to today.com slash food. Mm, so good. <laughs> the third hour of today comes right back. Disgusting. <laughs> For today, tomorrow in the third hour of today, Neil deGrasse Tyson will teach us how to stargaze. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, it's brother versus brother with HGTV stars Drew and Jonathan Scott. We will see you back here tomorrow. God willing, and the creek don't I'm stargazing. (laughs) It is awesome. Have a great day. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC.